start. It's the Any Give and Take podcast with Brucey Chuff and Lush. How are we, Loshy? Just you and I. Brucey has disappeared again. No, he hasn't disappeared. He's got Bruce is doing right ayahuasca in uh, Exmouth. He's our Brian Callan. He's spending the week uh, getting zen and reaching his third eye or chakra or something like that. So he said to mm. his phone's off and, yeah, he'll be tripping balls for a week to get some clarity. Yeah. So all the best, Bruce. We'll see you when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get started in tonight's show, I just need to remind everyone to rate, subscribe, follow it on whatever platform you listen to. It, yeah, it please do. Show. And ratings are important. Because on the way here, or sorry, but just before I came here, I was having a shit. Yeah. And I saw an article that I never would click on, but the headline got me. And it made me feel good about our show here, because we've obviously got, you know, tens of listeners (laughs) every week. (laughs) (laughs) And it's building. But this article got me. We've actually got hundreds, mate. Yeah, well, no, I'm just being facetious. Channel 10's breakfast show sets new record for worst rating program ever. As not one viewer in Perth watches. <laughs> what do you mean? Channel 10's morning news broadcast has hit a new world record, but the milestone is not to be celebrated. So oh. they started a new show to battle against Sunrise and uh, Today Show, I guess. Mm. First day they had 44 viewers. Second day, zero viewers. Wow. Now, we've obviously... <laughs> Don't have heaps of viewers, but we have, like you said, we get a couple hundred. And, like, if you think about, like, that doesn't sound like a lot, but, you know, we're building. But then when you think about a couple hundred people in a room, like, it's a lot of people. It is. So, like, I don't discount that, you know. 200 people that are quite consistently listen. Can you imagine zero people watching your show? How is that even possible? That's what I don't get. With... You're talking... I think to count... as Obviously... Oh, sorry. I don't say I think. I assume to count as a viewer, you have to be watching the show for a certain amount of time. Yes. So I maybe one minute, two minute, three minute, however they do it. So people have flicked through. No. So you're talking about people not even landing on the show for more than well, a minute. Yeah, they must just... That's what I mean. So they flick... And it's a new show. So you're in marketing, selling... Ad space on TV. I don't know if you've done TV, so I'll assume I know enough about it. Yeah. Right. If you said you pitched me, we're doing this new show, we're expecting X amount of viewers, blah, blah, blah. This is going to be $10,000 per minute, whatever it is, right? Are they entitled to say, give me my fucking money back? I would think the very first meeting that they have to display the results or send the results to the client, it would be almost catastrophic for the account managers trying to explain that one. Can you imagine if I'm a business? <laughs> the post show meet or like the end of the week wrap up report or whatever, and then you get all the ratings just sitting in the room looking at each other going, what? <laughs> like, we're this three, is a typo. We're three idiots that know nothing about anything, and we get. Listeners, they can't get a single person, a single like retired 10. person, a single disabled person Channel that can't move in front of the TV. Oh, I isn't the first time they've gone into damage control over a breakfast show. The station attempted a breakfast program, Wake Up, was axed in 2014 just after six months. Yeah, see, Sunrise and the Today Show are king and queen. So Sunrise is number one and has been for like 18 years. 
That's Koshy. Really? I thought um, no. Nine, Today's Show was... No, I saw it in the... Koshy's been there like 18 years or something on Sunrise. And I was surprised me because if you asked me to choose, not that Carl I ever watch him, but give me Carl. Not that I... Uh, Koshy's pretty good. I've, I've previously been on the Today Show, so maybe yeah. I'm biased. A little bit biased. Yeah, but no. <laughs> the, I, that is just... That's crazy. So, so as you said, Breakfast TV is mainly... Kids running out the door in the morning. Mum's just cracked it on. Too, you know, they're not paying attention. Or you got the retirees waking up, having their coffee, reading the paper. Or it's background news, uh, background noise at a doctor surgery. How? Or so people like you're I'll, talking about not even doctor surgery having it on channel. Well, that, that's the thing. You'd, you'd have your sunrise or your Today Show, and you just stick with that every day. And channel that is so fucking funny. Do you think commercial TV or free to air TV? Slowly, slowly going to be a thing in the past. I just don't see how it's like because now, all right, you can you can actually get if you want a news app, you can buy, you can be a member of BBC, yeah, or you could be a member of CNN, and it's not and much, you, and you can have a, the streaming app on your TV now. So if you want news, you don't even need normal news. Well, yeah, they're saying you can filter out what you want. You just see what you. I guess that's what social media is. That's why, like Twitter, it's just you see the news that you want to see. Exactly. It's just Carlton stuff. It's NFL stuff. It's whatever I want to see. It's, but even, yeah. like I was because we stayed at the Crown on Sunday night, and like the, I, the in-house movies are all no-name movies. They're all. Remember stuck. how you used to go to hotels and on planes, and they used to have like new releases. You used to be like, "Fuck, I get to watch Mate, that." The newest now movie it's not even was like Doctor Strange or something. Not even the that's new like, one. Yeah, the older like just and they were seventeen bucks each. I wonder why they charge thirty three dollars for uh, finger sandwiches. Mate, <laughs> I was flicking through the room service menu. It's exorbitant, isn't it? There was an option for th- finger sandwiches. The options were they came in three different varieties: cucumber. Uh, sorry. Uh, chicken and celery. No. Um, curried egg and chives. No. And then like capers and like sour cream. It was like something. I was like, and it's $31. Was like, <laughs> who <laughs> is getting a chicken and celery sandwich? Why would you not walk down? T- you probably, I know it's the, the art of it coming straight through, but the, the cast would have better food. Even, but like, why is it even on your menu? Who's staying at the Crown going, oh, fuck yeah, chicken and celery sandwich? Oh, chives. Oh, chives and curried egg sandwich. I, I'm staying bucks. there in three weeks and I might just order the shits and giggles. So expensive for nothing. But anyway, so we watched, I'm not paying 17 bucks for a shit movie. There's no, none good no You know good what? That's anyway. going to be one of the rare hotels that doesn't allow you to have the streaming apps on the TV. We stayed at the Esplanade in Fremantle a few weeks ago. We had a red balloon voucher. Went there. They had inbuilt on the TV a Chromecast feature. Yeah. It's not... The normal Chromecast you're used to, whatever works no, at Apple, whatever. It's some sort of inbuilt holiday uh, like, hotel oh, really? app. It's like their own right. sort of version of Chromecast. But it, flawless. Worked absolutely seamless the whole time. Put Netflix on, KO. Why not? Obviously, they, they make money off the movies for 17 months. You can't tell me anyone's buying those movies. Probably when kids are going to be... But they're bringing the iPad. You're bringing your iPad for your kid. You're logging into your own Netflix Netflix, and you're doing that. That's crazy. That, that It's probably one of the rare hotels that doesn't do that. Well, I guess they just... Yeah, I don't know. So we got... We just watched free-to-air TV. And we watched Harry Potter. I think even when I stayed at... Um, the Ritz, that even had... You know, Foxtel channels. I remember watching yeah, we had, NFL there. See, that's what they had that. They had the basic Foxtel channels and like free-to-air TV. But the commercials, man. I remember commercials. There used to be a lot of commercials. It's every few minutes. 
because they've got it. That's that's all that's basically is now is airtime for those because that's how like, they can make money. Every six minutes, maybe. Just three minutes of commercials. So weird watching shows now with that. Like we watch like Storage Wars as well. We love a bit of Storage Wars. They'd like one thing and then an ad. It's like it had to have been fifty fifty ads and things. So I'm like, they, do, they can't they can't last crazy. much longer. Surely, no. like, uh, old people like once this generation of old people who don't understand Netflix and streaming, they'll slowly wean out. When was the last time you watched an actual TV series on TV? Uh, yeah, no, none. I can't even tell you. It would be like Home and Away or like Friends back in the day. I didn't watch Friends anyway, but yeah, or maybe ER so. or like Grey's Anatomy when it first sort of came out. But even like we watched Love Island, that's on Nine now, so we use the Nine now. App. That would be the okay. You're using the app there again, yeah. So like it was but that no, app still has ads. Yeah, though. but sometimes yeah, but not as many. I don't think. Oh, nowhere near as nowhere many. But it's just every half. So I was like, it can't last much. See, longer. they're starting to trial ads on Netflix now. So if you don't pay for the premium subscription, you'll get ads before and after an episode or before movie. and after. I can handle during. No. I can't handle. Not anymore. I can't watch TV. I can't watch shows like that. Do you anymore. know what's bad as well? YouTube. I watch a lot of YouTube. Oh, YouTube is the worst because you're not paying fifteen bucks a month, even though you probably use it more than anything. It's more than anything. Just to not have ads and you some don't get anything for that. You're just not to have some ads. of the shit I watch. It's just like mainly like cogs and guys and. Don't, Oh, like, minute video clips. And even just guys like um guys that have like podcasts and stuff like that, just clips, l- live yeah. um streams and all that sort of stuff. Two hundred and thirty views or whatever. Hardly any, but an ad every few minutes. Like yeah. this thing's only got two hundred and thirty views. Why is this only ads on? Most of the ads the way they works on like impressions and gathering data and just viewing if that person like that's how they build up their things. Very frustrating. But every every single like if I change video to video, every single video to video there's there's pretty much an ad because you're not paying for premium. But it would make it. sense. We've got to make we money did. somewhere. But, um, YouTube has to make its money somehow. Oh, that's how they make money. It's apparently you don't make that much money as... Not for players anymore. That used to be when they first started. It's how like that David Dobrik, Logan Paul and all that got really, really massive and made tons of money because they just get money for views. They just get like 12 million views on a fucking five-minute video clip. Mention ads in it during the video clips, and yeah, then so that's where they get the third party money from having internal ads and stuff like yeah. that. But from YouTube, it's not a lot, is it? Not now, it's not. No, no, it's like Spotify listens. Fanatic was trying to explain to us, like, they get like a fraction, yeah, I've of heard a dollar, it's nothing for the streams. That's what they give to the artists. Because Pharrell, I remember a few years ago, Pharrell Happy. I'm happy crap yeah. a lot. That was the number one stream song, and they should, like, I can't remember the numbers, Experience. what he made on it. And it was just peanuts. Yeah. Like now that now they've had to rejig that, I think, over the years, because people were just like, well, I'm banning my whole catalogue going on Spotify. Um, Pending that in their own music, though. Yeah, which is rare, too. Uh, but crazy, Losh. Uh, look, it's not going to be an uber-long podcast tonight, but, you know, what what can we say? Carlton, we'll, we'll uh, get into this one, just nip it in the butt nice and early. Bud. I happened to be at Besk on Saturday night with Anthony and hadn't tuned in to the game the whole night. I think I watched the last three minutes. I watched, no, the last probably two minutes when they kicked that goal to go a point down is when I tuned in. Jake Milsham kicked that goal. Yeah, that's when I was pretty much tuned in. So I was like, I've got, got two minutes to hang on here. Okay, so my story how it happened Saturday night, I had my nonna's birthday. So I couldn't watch the game live. 
my nonna's birthday started at 6.30. The game started at 5.25. So mm. I was like, I'm not watching the first half because then I won't go to the birthday. So from 5.20, I turned off my phone. Yeah. My brother turned off his phone. We went to my nonna's. Did, did anyone try to ruin it? No, I told all my family during the week. I said, please don't ruin this for me. It's important to me. I've been waiting a long time for this. Everyone oh, respected really? it, except for my uncle that I worked with. At one point, he goes, I'm not going to give the score away, but close game. I was like, can you just shut up? <laughs> like, do you have to say anything? Just Why? shut up. So we left there at about 9.30, not knowing the score, not knowing the result or anything. Got back to my house, me and my brother. We settled in. The only thing that got spoiled is that Mason fast-forwarded through quarter time. And he accidentally went too far, and he went to only six minutes remaining in the second quarter, and I saw the score. It was 16-16 at that point. He didn't see the score. I was like, ah! Oh. So the whole quarter, I sat there knowing what the score was going to be. So that kind of ruined for me. But <laughs> once we got to that point, moved on. I was like, no more fast-forwarding. Just fucking let it run. <laughs> Chop, I've been through Give a lot with Carlson, okay? Give it to me. And you know that. Everyone okay. kind of knows that. It's been a roller coaster or whatever. With one minute left... All I was thinking was, this is our best win in 20 years. In 20 years, you're The 2013 qualifier elimination final against Richmond was great. We weren't meant to be in that finals. We got in because Essendon got demoted for the drug problem, so we got jumped up. Mm -hmm. We beat Richmond. Nick Digan was sitting in the stands eating a Subway before the game. Someone got a cramp in the warm-up. He got a late call-up. Halfway through a subway, kicked four goals. <laughs> it's folklore at Carlton. Yeah, really? it, mate, it's fucking incredible. The, the video, I've watched it so many times. Jeff Garlett tops it off with that goal down the middle. That was a great win. But that was like, there was no run for the final. We didn't really think we were going to make it then. It was 11 right. wins. We got in from ninth, whatever. With one minute to go, with finals on the line, up against last year's premiers, one point up, Saad had it on the side. You're just thinking, fuck, well, this is it. This is it. And then with 12 seconds to go, Kazai Pickett kicks that goal and just the worst, most heartbreaking loss from in the space of 15 <laughs> seconds from the greatest win I can remember since probably the 99 preliminary final, honestly, to easily the most heartbreaking loss I've ever felt. Really? Including like Robbie Gray after the siren. <laughs> Fuck that, that was a nothing game. There's a 2009 elimination final against Brisbane. I remember that one hurt a lot. I left work at Dan Murphy's. We were winning. By the time I got home five minutes later, we were losing. It was like a four-goal turnaround. That's horrible. So there was that. Oh, and I remember... Did you double, I remember... Wait, before you go, did you like double-check like, oh, is this the right game? Bro, I was at Dan Murphy's Morley. <laughs> and I was listening to it on the radio And there was like I was get, getting into my car And I was like You know what I'm just going to go home I'm just going to enjoy the last five minutes I'm just going to Blind like, I went, So I turned the TV on Sat down And I almost fainted I was like what the fuck? <laughs> And I watched I think it's Daniel Rich Kicked a goal <laughs> And I remember like Almost like Kind of sobbing But not really crying <laughs> And my mum being like, we get over, saying something like, we get over, it's just a game. Just like, shut up, mum. <laughs> like a little soup. Shut up. You, you, know, you don't get it. Uh, <laughs> so I remember that sucked. Yeah. Saturday night, though, me, it was about midnight by the time we finished the game. He kicked that goal. I just had my hand on my, fu- like, on my, like, open mouth, just like, in silence. Me and Mason were just in complete silence. Like, we didn't look at each other. Not, And then about, it felt like, and three hours later, Mason just goes, fuck. And I was like, 
So his missus knew the school. Yeah. She didn't say anything, whatever. So we left the dinner, just Mason and I. Our partners, my wife, his girlfriend came half an hour later. Mm. Right? They stayed for a bit of dessert, whatever. So they knew the result. And I didn't even click that Grace had told Hannah, my wife, the result. Right. So Hannah was upstairs sleeping, going into the last quarter, and she'd get up. She'd go, I'm going to go to bed. I was like, we're in front. Aren't you going to stay? She yeah. said, no, no, I'm just going to go to bed. I didn't even click. And then I can't, so she reckons that she just – because she knew how it ended as well. And because <laughs> we were like – Mason and I, every time there was a goal, we'd stand up, like facing each other, fist pumping, like hugging, just up and about. Oh, like, I would have loved to have been there. And she was just laying there. She's like, I can't. She's like, I can't do it. She reckons part of her was just going to go – they lose right at the end by five points. I'm oh, sorry, because we were so up and about. She's ah. like, she couldn't sit there watching a heartbreak. She's like, there's no way she could have done it. Even so, three minutes left, Charlie Kernow kicks a goal, puts us eight points in front. Me and Mason are like hugging, like grabbing each other, like, fuck, we're going to do it. Three minutes to go. And then Jake Melksham marks a four on one on the ground, right in front of goal. What happened there? What That's happened exactly there? when I tuned in. What fucked us right at the end was a few small moments. There was that. Jake Melksham somehow turned into Wayne Carey against us on Saturday night. Kick four. Best game of Jake Melksham's career. Yeah. Hands down. Who the fuck is Jake Melksham, man? He made Weedering look like a the child. Guy, right, was it Lever? No. No, Stephen May. I know May. who he is. Stephen May right. told him we would that's have lost the grand is, final. That's all he's known for, but. I don't know. <laughs> he's played 206 games or something like that. Played a lot for Essendon. Essendon. Just nothing games. He's a top 10 draft pick. Had a game of his life against us. So there's that four on one that we let slip. Then send a bounce, whatever. We end up with the ball. Harry Mackay takes a mark down the wing. There's a minute, 12 on the clock maybe. He kicks sort of back in the corridor a little bit to always. Always gets a ball. We're down to about a minute. All he's got to do is kick the ball 20 metres to Saad on the boundary. Just in the air, all the way to him. He kicks a lazy half-ass kick that dribbles to Saad. So Saad doesn't get the chance to take the mark. Kill 12 seconds, 10 seconds, whatever. Has to play on. Kicks it down the line. So there's another little moment. Kicks it down the line. Harry Mackay's got it. Walsh goes up for the contest. Four Melbourne players stay down. They spoil each other. They get the ball. Goes to Lever. Goes to Hunt. Goes through the middle. Ball bounces up. Motlop can't quite get it. Stephen May takes him. Could have been a free kick. Another little moment. Jack Nunes drops a mark inside 50. Defensive 50, because uh, I pick it, scrapes it 11 seconds to go, snaps a goal, breaks every Carlton fan's heart. The worst heartbreak mm. I've ever felt. But you know the worst part about it is, Chop? What? That was the closest to a solid four-quarter performance Carlton have played all year. Hands down, the best game they've played all year, right. and they didn't get the result. I've watched the game again because of how good they played, knowing that result, going through that heartbreak. If they play you like watched that, it again. I've watched it a few times. Just skim through. Just because how good they play. Just watching the pressure and just heartbreaking, man. Last two weeks, they've come out and dished up shit. They've <laughs> had shit going on in the media. Everyone told them. So during the week, Cripps got suspended two weeks. As everyone knows, we discussed it last week. By the time we went, they appealed it, though, since we've gone on out. Yeah. Last Thursday night. Oh, right. Yeah, true, true. I sat there on a YouTube live stream. With maybe a couple thousand other Carlton fans, we thought it was going to be forty-five minutes to an hour to deliberate and to do a decision. Four hours, four and a half hours. <laughs> I, I sat on a live stream on YouTube. Fuck man. you! Have had an outrageous week. So that happens. Cripps gets off. You're like, we're winning this. That's it. We have to. He's back. Lives. He had, had a good a, performance. He had too. a great fucking game. We will set it for. I'm not going to go through and bore everyone with the individuals. There was no one that was really that bad. But now. 
the script is written, it comes down to Collingwood on the last day of the year. Second last game of the year. So the way it works out on the Sunday, thanks for asking, Chop. The way we need it to work now, we need Bulldogs to lose, we're in. Bulldogs play Hawthorne at 11.10 on Sunday. We play at one ten. So at about halfway through the second quarter. Oh, they'd be down in like Tassie or something. It's in Tassie. Yeah. Halfway through the second quarter, we're going to know the result. So all of a sudden at the MCG, there's going to be a random cheer. Yeah. Or like a gutter. If Bulldogs lose, we're in. So there might just be some massive cheer. Pies are fighting for a spot in the top four. Yes. We're fighting for a spot in the top eight. The AFL could not have asked for a better result, I don't think. And they're going to get at home, aren't they? So we're going to get, I reckon, 85,000, 90,000 people will be there. Carlton have Fuck. had if Carlton if there's seventy five thousand people there, Carlton have had a mil, over a million fans attend their home and away games this year. And if we get over seventy seven or something, we've had the most amount of fans at home games, highest attendance of any club that this year. That's crazy. The league's better when Carlton are good, man. Oh no, I agree with that a lot. I've, and plus, when a team's been down for so long, yeah. you did the same with Richmond as well. Like you sort of like, and I actually love the way Richmond play football. Mm. And they've been good for so long, and that's because, you know, they're a good team. Everyone's stuck with them. They're stuck with the the coaching, the style of gameplay, and it's just... I think you have to, to have your, heartbreak, your heartbreaking loss or something before you sort of get one. I'm a believer in that. Like, Richmond, I think it was maybe 2011 against Collingwood. They had a real rough final, maybe, or someone, someone at some point they had a tough one. And then, so maybe last week's was Carlton's, maybe it's... This week, and we lose that, and we miss out on the finals, and that's the heartbreak, and everyone cracks the shits all off season. But from it'd be, it'd be, I said this last week, just and very I know, big I know you're saying be successful. Yeah. Now you add this weekend to it again, and to me, it's like even more of a disappointing year if you don't make finals. Now, if they play like they did on the weekend and lose right at the end again, it's disappointing. But you like fuck. But I, me, I, don't, I can't see us losing this week. I can't. You've got to play like that again. And Collingwood do have a few inju- injuries. Niven went gone. out. Taylor Adams is still out. Yeah. Um, Jordan Dugowie. Jordan Dugowie probably won't go. play considering where they are. I reckon so it's nothing. They game. are fighting for the top four, so they do have something to play for. Right. So that would have been nice that. if they had a beaten Sydney, because then they would have had top four locked up, and maybe they take the foot off the gas a little bit. Maybe. Rest some players. Who knows? But maybe that's what they did with Dugowie. Yeah, give them another week. I don't know. Another week, so. But it really, this would be, so the Carlton, Carlton Collingwood, happen, I know it's not a final, but it feels like a final. They haven't actually played in the final since 1988 against each other. Wow. Yeah, so they haven't, I mean, they've had some great battles, and we always do every year, I think, very rarely. Who's, who's biggest rivalry for you guys? Is it Collingwood? Collingwood yeah, Collingwood by far. It's and Collingwood. And then it's Essendon. Yeah, yeah. Collingwood's and then like Essendon. The, yeah. Collingwood's like the, historically, yeah, yeah. And if you look at the record, they're 129 wins. We're 128 and four draws. So would so it be close. more? So if, let's say for Collingwood, who's the biggest team? Is the Bombers? Has to be for Anzac Day and shit. Uh, I think still Carlton Collingwood still the old rival. All three of them are quite. I mean, they both. And the thing is, Carlton doesn't have like the 99 prelim, the 93 grand final. They've got some little head to head sort so of. So what would you say? Thing. Would you say like Collingwood class? Collingwood. Carlton, I think I think Collingwood Bombers, Carlton Richmond. Yeah. Hawthorne Bulldogs. Uh, Hawthorne Geelong. Yeah, Geelong. Melbourne and Melbourne. Melbourne are a big club and a historical club. Really? 
Yeah. Big historical club, yeah, but in terms of members, are they? Well, yeah, that's fucking seen their home games this year. Well, true because last week finals on the line for us, top four on the line for them, fifty five thousand at the G. I thought that was a bit. What was seventy seven? No, it's fifty five thousand. If the AFL can get Carlton, Essendon, Collingwood, Richmond, Hawthorne, Geelong, Melbourne, and say Sydney, or you know, throwing in Eagles, Eagles would be like as a top eight. Oh. All, even those teams just all being good. When was the last time they were all good? Essendon have sucked for ages. Carlton have sucked for ages. Collingwood would have been not up now and down. Not in our lifetime. You know I mean, well, you know, maybe the early 90s, but not that we can remember. Let me just have a quick look. The AFL that. needs it. That's why, like I said, it, the AFL is better when Carlton are good. A lot of teams hate us. A lot of people hate us, which is great. A lot of people hate to admit it, but we're their second team, especially a lot of the Wogs here. They grew up supporting Carlton, and then the Eagles came along and they jumped ship. Right. So, well, this I week mean, is probably the biggest, I'd say it's the biggest home and away game of the year. In I'm terms watching of, it with you. We'll see about that. I'm still deciding. No, nah, 100% got to watch it with you. So, last, you're not doing this to me. I could be a good mojo. <laughs> you can't get any bad mojo <laughs> right now. No, nah, we've had a, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just. Fre- 110 Sunday. 120 Sunday. I'm freaking out. I'm ex- like, I'm excited. I'm nervous. Like, it's going to be a very long week. This is. By far the biggest game of my lifetime. I can't wait. Not including like nine nine prelim. Like there the will last. be some footage. We have to get uh, this. But I think it's. I think we win. I think you do too. And then going to the finals, and then it's pretty interesting the way the finals fall. We could fall if Brisbane. You could win. play Collingwood in the first we week of the finals. Play Collingwood first week of the finals. If Brisbane beat Melbourne, we could play Melbourne again first week of the finals. And I think if you give us another crack at Melbourne at the MCG. Three weeks apart, we fucking beat them. There's no way they beat us twice after the last week. You reckon? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but well, it's either going to be a jubilant episode next week, or we may have lost Damon. Yeah, it's going to be tuning. Yeah, next week's going to be exciting. Either way, I'm either going to be pumped or I'm going to be devastated. So but the Giants had a win. You did, and you actually looked semi decent. I wish I could say about Cowboys, but you just don't know. I think Cowboys didn't even pay half a second team. It was all third stringers. Preseason is absolutely nothing to go by. It's so like like you said, the majority of people playing are never going to play another snap in the NFL. They're just trying to suss it out. And it's so funny how you see. Like I was watching Skip and Shannon, and they're ranting how bad the the flags the Cowboys got the most flags since like a '95 game or something like that. Fuck. Seventeen penalties. <laughs> so I look. It's indifferent for me this year. Obviously, I want my team to do good every year, but I know Sean Payton is just waiting. Sean waiting to fucking take over, and we. So if we have a bad year, it's a win for us because he's gone. I'm well. That's what I'm kind of like with us with Daniel Jones. Have a good year, great. He's a good quarterback. Have a bad year. But do you want him? That's one of my questions. Do you want him to? Because that means you're going to pay him. Unless he has a Josh Allen-like development season where he went from his second to third year and balls out. But this is his fourth year? Fourth gone into fifth? Uh, This would be his fourth. Yeah, so yeah, fifth-year contract. So we haven't picked it up yet and he doesn't deserve it yet. But if he doesn't ball out, then he's gone. Move some caps thing next year, and if because you got the offense, you got Galladay, you've got uh, Tony. Yeah, Galladay's been shitty. Saquon Barkley needs to stay healthy. 
Well, this is his season as well. If he yeah, supposedly, I, I have read, I keep reading, he's done very well in pre-season, been turning it up. But it's not about his ability; it's about staying on the park for him. As long as he stays healthy, if he does, if again, if he breaks body breakdown, you got to get rid of him. Go see you later. He's another one that we don't. We have for running yet. back. You do not want to end up paying a guy, sort of like what we've paid Zeke. You watch. This is the other my other predicament. Uh, other prediction is Zeke's going to ball out this year because it's his contract year. Needs yeah. one more big pay. It's just whether he's got it in him. Yeah. But supposedly, what I've been reading as well, and this is what people forget about Dallas, all the fucking haters, is Dax coming into his second year post probably career-ending surgery. And everyone wonders why he had a drop-off last year. He had a drop-off because he's come back from a horrific injury. And there's first year in the new system. First year in the new system. And now, bang, he's going to come back. They reckon he's incorporating him more more into the run game as well, which is a big asset to us, is the fact that he's a very good runner. So we're going to definitely see uh, what we need to see is a 50-50 split between run and pass. Well, nobody's won the NFC East in two consecutive seasons for 16 years, I think. Who won it before we did last year? Was it Philly? Washington just pipped us. We were, we were a chance right at the end. Oh, yeah, because we were and beating then, you all year, then we then fuck off. played Tampa Bay in the playoffs. Oh, and Taylor yuck. Heineke had a really good game. Yuck, Washington. They're gonna last year was you guys. And suck. Yeah, they're going to really suck. I think Philly might win the East. I think Philly are going to be good. Philly are a good chance. They're definitely, you know, it's up to Jalen Hurts when it comes I down think, to it. Yeah, I, I like them. I like the Raiders. I like the Vikings. Hard not to like the Raiders with Devontae and Weller. And Darren Waller and Hunter and Furrow. So how do you, I don't know who you double team. So Derek Carr could have an MVP season. Yep. All right, that's a sm- that's a nice smoky for MVP for sure. I think the Broncos, I don't like them this year yet. Too hard a division. Russell. Uh, I just don't think Russell's as good as he once was. No, I agree with that 100%. I think a few players are going to have drop-off seasons. I think DK Metcalf is going to struggle to get it. So don't pick him up in your fantasy teams. Nowhere near it. I think that the Raiders, yep, are going to be smoky. And I also think that the Vikings are going to win the North and that the Packers will not win their division this year. I think Rodgers has a drop-off just because... He's got he no targets. Devontae, he doesn't have MVS. Uh, he's great. Where did he he's go? Like, uh, I can't remember. Somewhere. Maybe... Scandry. Elder Scandry. Maybe um, Kansas. I think he actually went to Kansas. Fuck. But, I mean, like, he's good. Rogers is great and all that, but, I, I, yeah, I don't know who's going to get the ball to. got no target. They'll rely heavily on the run game between Jones and Dylan. Their big offensive lineman, David Bakhtiari, is still out for another year. He's their best right guard. Aaron Rodgers is that one extra year older. I don't know if it means he, anything. So did he, how many years did he re-sign for? Uh, five. Was it five? Three or five? So is, this, is this his last year? No, he's got a couple more. He's just going to stick it out and get his contract. Been tripping on like like Russo at the moment, but Rogers spent the off season actually on like ayahuasca doing a big um yeah I, re- I heard of that and this thing called Puncha Karma where you just like spend a few days vomiting and shitting and just getting all the toxins out. It's just like herbal thing in the jungle. And then yeah, he went and did all this ayahuasca about just getting centered. Big hippie-ish sort of Zen dude. <laughs> but I mean, MVP last two years. Who knows with them? They're they're a basket case. Yeah, I, I think Miami's going to be do or die as well. To a Vavavavalonga, Tonga Vailoa. He's do or die. Yep. Because he's got all the weapons in the world now. Yep. Like no excuses there. They're, they're so deep at wide receiver. They have got Tyreek Hill. 
They had picked up Wilson for us, who I absolutely loved. Devante and Parker. Devante Parker. Waddle. Waddle. Yeah, they got they got. The only thing they Gisicki, don't tight end Gesicki. Yeah, yeah, Gesicki. Yep. Um, who's their running back? They had. Um, he used to play for Washington, not Washington in college. Kenyon Drake. No. Had him for a bit. Actually, don't know. Top of my head. I I know his name when I see it off and go. Oh. Stop moving the microphone. Sorry, but um. Yeah, they're do or die for me, and they're in a very tough division. I don't think Pats are as good. Uh, Mac Jones will improve, but not have as big as improvement as everyone expects him to have. What's with every QB putting on pounds? Every one of them. Lamar Jackson, Lamar, like eighteen. He hasn't signed yet. He Mac Jones. Contract. He's kind of holding in a little bit. I'd love for Lamar just to say, you know what? I'm not. Good. I'm going to hold off to the end of the year. I'm going to back myself. Go to the end of the year. Have a sick year. Ravens don't want to pay him. New York go fuck it. How can Jackson. you not pay him? You have to. You, and, he, and he looks so different this year. It's going to be interesting to see how he runs being fucking nearly 40 pounds heavier. I think he'd be right. Who else put on weight? Me. Herbert did. Yeah, you all did. Those, all those young guys are all going to jack up a bit. They're all like, no, but like see, a lot. See, like someone like Burrow. Burrow's already 25 or 24, you know what I mean? So he's done like a lot of his growing. He's, he's, he's a manly body. Herbert's still a child and he came in. Mac Jones will do a lot. Zach Wilson's put on a bit. Did his knee. Not ACL though. MCL. MCL. So four, five, six weeks he maybe. He may be back for round one. Maybe. Otherwise, footsteps Flacco at New York. They're a basket case. The Jets... Would do you reckon they'll get better this year? Uh, mar- marginally, only because you can't get much worse. Yeah. Um. They're with the Pats. They're with the Dolphins. Browns. Poor. They're you looking like losing. To, we've covered Deshaun Watson a little bit on here. Yeah, I think he's gone for the year. They actually, yeah, they've appealed. So they, they just got the lost third party judge in. She made her decision. Roger Goodell going, oh, that's nice. Thank you for coming in. Here's a couple hundred thousand dollars. I'm going to overrule your decision. <laughs> so I don't know what the point of all that was. They're probably going to give me a year. Yeah. I'm not sure what that does to his contract. That's I why he apologized. He only loses like 12 mil. Yeah, the start, the first year was always going to be like that, and then it's kind of back-ended. And yeah. So that's... Uh, Fucking nuts. He played on the weekend against the Jaguars, and throughout the whole game, the Jaguars fans, old women, children, everything, were just screaming, you sick fuck, you sick fuck, just chanting that at Deshaun Roger Watson. Roger Goodell would be having a fit. Imagine that being heard on telecast. Well, yeah, it was. It went viral. Yeah, I saw it. So, so he's gone, and they just game. lost a very important um, offensive lineman today for yeah, the I year. Yeah, I saw that. Not Joe, but, um, yeah, I did say that. I can't remember his name. So Browns probably chow. Bengals probably win that division. Uh, sorry, Bengals-Ravens battle that out. Steelers looked actually really good. Kenny Pickett apparently was really good. Their new wide receiver, George Pickens, he could be offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, I've heard that as well. So, for me, CD Lamb has a breakout year. I hope so for you. So do I. And we're going to do a fantasy league. Yeah, we've all, we've already got it set up. So we need a couple more spots. We'll advertise that properly. I guess we'll do an Instagram post or something like that. Yeah, we'll do uh, we'll do an Instagram post. And we'll we'll have join. some sort of prize money giveaway vouchers or something at the end of the year. Yeah, we got merch coming. I'll more than likely win because I'm the 100th kind of episode. back to back to back to back champions in all my leagues. Well, not all my leagues, but most of my leagues. I win at million. least one year, league a year. So good luck, motherfuckers. I'm probably going to win it. We'll post that this week. We got some fan questions, Losh. I forgot about fan questions. So, is Damon all right? I think we've answered that. Nope. He's, he's 
Um, who are you going to coach? Uh, sorry, who do you think is going to coach Essendon next year? So this is another saga playing out right now. They reckon Ben Rutten. They, there was reports yesterday that he was sacked. So this is, just and then they denied it. And they said John Zirakusa was going to coach this. Daniel John Zirakusa was going to coach this weekend, and then they went back on those reports. So this is what's going around at the moment. Alistair Clarkson has two offers to consider. First with North, talking to the microphone, five point eight mil over five years, extra mil from the AFL to encourage North and Clark going to Tassie. Of course, uh, they fell tonight. Essendon have a four-year deal, but massive incentives from influential supporters to tip him into business deals, particularly real estate. To me, Essendon list can be top six next year. Clarko will sound out Hodge to come to Essendon. I don't know if Hodge likes Clarko. I wish Russo was here. He probably. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he'd like him. <laughs> Clarko's a hard man. You just hear like. I mean, I'm sure they do like each other as his captain. They want a lot of flags. <laughs> it'd, it'd be like, I think it'd be a very similar to a Brady-Belichick relationship. You reckon? Yeah, I think so. You don't think Clarko's on? Clarko's such a hard-ass cunt. But he's, he's still Whereas outgoing. Belichick's Hodges. not outgoing. Belichick's a fucking introvert and a half. Yeah, no, no. Not their personality, but their relationship, I think, maybe. I don't know. But I think if... if, if oh, who would you take if you're, going, if you're saying Kangas? Money aside, who's more appealing, Kangas or Essendon? It's Essendon. It's fucking Essendon. But I think the whole point of him getting back into coaching. Challenge himself? Yeah. That's what I'd like to see. Someone's, I can't remember who said this the other day. It might have been Monty. That, yeah, see, give up, give Clarko that rabble, uh, Kangas. Not say prove yourself because Clarko has definitely proved himself. He's one of the greatest coaches ever. But just say, like, see what you do with this list. Almost like for him, it could be an ego thing. Just go watch how good I am. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, he did take over Hawthorne when they were shit, but he did get have a lot of stars. The list was sort of there. Yeah, and and in the first few drafts, he picked up a lot of great players. I'm sure Russo will correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure that's the case. Mm. So yeah, it'd be good to see what he can do because Kangas is probably the biggest basket case for a while. On field, off field. Yeah, they're shocking off field. And they're, no money, you know, the facilities suck. There's no appeal whatsoever. Clarko will gain 10, 20,000, no, not 20, maybe 10,000 members. Some people get back on board. There'll be some excitement. They'll probably lure a big name player, someone young. One of those, because they've got a lot of salary cap, yeah. one of those guys like a Kelly or someone will go there. Yeah, there's someone like, yeah, and then a couple, maybe some, you know, new young kid that they'll lure away from somewhere. I don't know. Maybe fucking try and get Grundy. Looks like Grundy's probably going to leave Collingwood. How's that, eh? So, I think Collingwood... Could have gone to Adelaide, signed the same fucking deal, stayed with them, now they're shafting him because they're going to have Cox as a backup because they've got to put the activators year and Cameron's fucking... Well, they won 11, in, tap rock, they left 11 in a row without him, but they're going to have to pick up so they're going to contribute, um, contribute probably yeah. three hundred thousand dollars. Three hundred thousand. This is what they're doing for Trelaw. Tell you what, I'd fucking pick up six hundred. Yeah, I'd but take that's Grundy at Carlton. That, that's yeah, you wouldn't heartbeat. But supposedly Melbourne. Yeah, I heard that Luke Jackson will probably go to Freo and then Grundy. To I think that's done. Yeah, I think that's as good. Lobs going to Bulldogs. Yeah, he's, as long as he doesn't play ruck. Yeah. Which he's worked as a forward this year has been his best year. Why not? Yeah. Any other questions? Yes, we do have one more. Um, from our almost footy, not almost footy, fantasy footy. Almost footy. Legend. Almost footy legend. Um, he's got an interesting what? Oh, fuck, that just disappeared. 
Uh, what's the worst insult you've ever received? So I know this straight to my head. It, oh, I had some bad ones. Being a pretty fat guy, you know, I had some fat moments and stuff. So some, but one was like a very clever one, and it was from a friend of ours, Dad Sherman's dad. <laughs> I was working at Fitness First in Florida, and mm. I went over to visit Sherman. I walked in wearing the uniform. And Sherman's dad goes, what, <laughs> he goes, what are you supposed to be, the before and after photo? <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I oh, fucking fuck. lost it. And I was like, what what? oh, no. And like, normally I'm pretty quick and smart ass you back. And I was just, uh, just like, you know what? That was a great burn. <laughs> See, Sick I, burn. I've, as always. Stop moving the microphone so much. Sorry. Had a lot of shit, copped a lot of shit, as we all do. But I've never had a moment like that oh, yeah. where I've just gone, Oh, like yeah. I just nothing, you know, because that standed out. That stands so quickly to you. Oh yeah, just popped never out. I've never had one of those moments where I've just been so insulted from a joke or something yeah. like that. Brilliant. That is fucking brilliant. One of the best ones. And like I said, I've copped a lot of shit for a lot of things: haircuts, tattoos, fucking being fat, whatever. But yeah, that was all time burn. Yeah, fuck. I remember just laughing. I didn't like being called Bucky Beaver when I was a kid. That's probably because your teeth. Yeah. Well, didn't didn't. But I, you know, I hated it, but it wasn't something I like. Yeah. It scarred me. No. That scarred you. Well, no, <laughs> it's more just, just such a brilliant call. You just don't forget stuff like yeah, that. Jeffrey, he's pretty witty, old Jeff. Fucking nailed it, mate. He did. He did. I started watching. Well, thanks to the fan questions, guys. Keep sending them in. Um, I started watching that Blackbird. On Apple. Good, huh? Apple. Fucking good. Yeah. Just about the end of episode three, I reckon I'll go home and smash it tonight. Yeah. But so it sucks, man, like when you get good shows like that and there are only six episodes. Yeah, I know. I watched that in two nights. I know, but you think it's just a long movie, really. Yeah, I know, but then there's nothing to watch again. I know. Do You know what's funny? If I look at a movie and it's three hours, I go, what? No fucking chance. I'm sitting through that. But then I'll sit through eight episodes of a TV show. I don't get it. So I prefer doing that. Like I, I love agree. watching series. Just, let's start. Let's scrap movies. Make some movies, obviously, but just draw them out a bit mm. and just have six episodes. I love that. Some movies like Top Gun and shit. All right, you have to have that. Did you finish Terminal List? Yeah, I told you last week. Loved it because I watched the first half episode of that and I was like, uh, and then you said, "Man, watch it." So you said it was like John Wick. I was like, I got to see how they've done it, and you're spot on. Like. Yeah. To a T, you can tell that he went for a lot of training. So that guy is on – the guy who wrote it is an actual ex-Marine, Jack Carr, I think his name is. It's like based on him. I don't think those events happened. Like he didn't have a fucking list and all that. But it's he is actually an ex-Marine. He's on Pat McAfee tomorrow, I think. Oh. So, yeah, there you go. Just to plug someone else's podcast. Yeah, watch that. Obviously, Yellowstone starts later in the year. Um, um, Stranger Things. House of Dragons starts next week. Yeah. Game Again, don't know if I can watch that just one episode at a time. It's going to be hard. I'm with you on that. I think I might wait to the end. I, 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 week to week, I just I hate it. I hate week to week, man. Kills you. Yep. i got to start doing what you do. And you know what? Even season to season. I'm like, even Stranger Things, I'm just going to wait till the whole thing's out. Well, now I think you've gone this long because now, like, obviously the hype was all it's settled, yeah. It's so. settled because the way they split up was like three months of everyone waiting for Stranger Things. Now it is, it's not coming out, I think, probably... Till this time next year. Yeah, so once it's all out, I'll start from the beginning, maybe. So you might as well wait. Because I forget, like, I've said this before, I forget in between. Like, I started watching, Umbr- I like Umbrella Academy. Have you ever seen that? I tried watching the first series because Kat has made me get, and I was like. Uh, I got into it. Me. I like the characters. It's a little bit funny. 
Second season was okay, and I started watching the third season. I was like, I, it's been so long since the second season. I can't remember shit. Peaky Blinders, I can't remember what happened the last season. It's too long between them. So I'm just going to wait till they're all out. Yeah, like Stranger Things was two years. Yeah, so yeah, even like if, if, if I had to watch Game of Thrones with everyone, like today would have been fucking so hard, all that massive yeah, gap it, in between. You know what? It still hadn't really taken off yet because that was like nearly 10, 10 or so years ago. So Netflix mm. series and that hadn't really taken off yet. Um, yeah, but there was a t- between season six and seven or seven and eight or something. Seven whatever. and eight was two years. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I, w- yeah. I would have fucking that hated was, that. That was like unheard of. Yeah, that was like, wasn't what? there a writer's strike? Or, oh, no, because the books weren't finished. Books weren't finished. That's right. right. Yeah. So, yeah, so you got up to that because they were just pumping them out year, one one a year, one a year, one a year. And then, and then you got uh, to that. So, you know, you find out what happens with obviously she kills the. Was that that series? Yeah. <laughs> seven, where she kills. The spoiler alert in three, two, one. Winter King, King Winter, whatever it is. The White um, King. Yeah, the White Walkers. Whatever. White Walkers King. Yeah, last season. That was last season. Yeah. So what happens prior to that? The end of six, you just left on a cliffhanger. No, sorry, end of seven, you left on a cliffhanger. Someone died. When John Snow dies and then comes back the next season, is that that one? Yes, yes. And I the dragon pops out of the ice, and the the fucking white. And the dragon's converted to a White Walker. Yeah, White I, Walker. I, I think I'm going to watch it again just because it's such a great show. Yeah. I left at, least, at least season seven and eight. Well. Because it's hard to go back to one. Because the, oh. produc- the production yeah, is nowhere. Yeah, yeah. You see yeah. how much it, it just elevated? Yeah. One looks like the old Robin Hood movie. Yeah. And in tights. It's just like cheap, low budget, and then it just fucking... Gangbusters. They put a bit a lot, like, they put a bit a like Strange Things is exactly like yeah. that as well. They put a lot of money into this House of Dragon apparently. Yeah. A lot of money. Wondering if I have the same so grip on TV audiences. Well, people are always going to compare it, so it's got to be pretty fucking good for people to rate it as highly. Because even that favorite, pe- you notice how everyone got very picky. Like no one likes season eight. Yeah, like no one liked the way it finished and the like, ending. Like, I'm like, how, well, why? Who cares? But Just because you didn't go your way, it's, like, it's still like, wicked. The way it ended, no TV shows end good. Especially when they go for that long, really. Yeah, but was it a bad ending? I no, don't think it was a bad I, ending. Because obviously I watched it so much after everybody else. All I'd ever heard was, "It's almost not watch. It's not almost not worth starting watching it just because of how bad the ending is." That's what people kept telling me. I don't understand why people thought it was a bad ending. And then when it ended, I'm like, "Well, there we go. You had to wrap it up." Because it didn't happen the way you Maybe, thought it was. I don't know, but you had to wrap the John, fucking show up. John Sloan. I had no problem with it. Back into the north because like I because on binge. Every episode before you start it, it gives you the IMDb rating of that episode. Mm. So some, I think it was season seven or six or whatever, when it's like the Red Wedding and the Battle of This, whatever, these episodes were fucking 9.9, 9.9, wow. 9.8. Like, <laughs> and, I was like, and then Hannah and I were like, fuck yeah, this is going to be a good one. The last season, they're like 5.1, 4.4. I think the last episode's rated like 4.4. And I was like, just because people I, just yeah, like you said, so you go much there, build up. But you got to like, think. I think because people were invested in it for so long, eight years or whatever. And then when it finally they had their own idea of what yeah, should happen, because the books weren't out, no one did know how it was going to end. So that's it was how you wrote it. So if the books had been out, it would have been no problem, I guess. But I mean, there's no shows really end great. It's just they have to end. Breaking Bad was pretty. Some are good, but other ones. Are Breaking just, Bad was uh, decent ending. Some are they? You just yeah, they have to. It's, you just have to do what you got to do. Get me the fuck out of here, Chop. <sighs> Not a problem, Lushy. <laughs> we love you all. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, like it, follow it, unfollow it, follow it again. We'll post the algorithm.
listening to Any Give and Take. Follow the boys on Instagram and Twitter at Any Give and Take. Stay trippy, Brucey. Stay trippy.